Hey everybody, this is Gravy Boat Barnes. Just wanted to give a quick shout out to everybody supporting us over at patreon.com slash goblinsgrowlers. I'd like to say thank you to Josh Young, to Kate Ann Agnelli, and Lucas Mahoney. Thank you all very much. Now let's start the match. This is Quid Pro Roll, a fantasy live play adventure where a party of unlikely heroes embark on a quest to bring dragons back to their world. All right, so last night, uh, Eek found, opened his mysterious package to find a mysterious crystal ball and Whoa. was thus drawn into mystery. Um, it is now the morning after, and are you all loading up your card and going to start continuing your journey towards Kazan? I'd like to continue starting our journey. <laughs> continue yeah. start, Continue moving forward towards, you know, plot. So you guys are going to travel for another eight hours or so. It's going to get pretty late into the afternoon. The wind has stopped blowing on the desert, in the scaled steps. Um, any rustling or movement that you could hear of small animals that are dwelling in the sand has stopped. Everything has turned silent, and the air itself seems to hold stagnant. The only thing that you hear now is the creaking of the wooden wheels of the wagon, which are weirdly doing okay in the sand. It's very tightly packed sand. We're on the road again. Riding a cart through the desert on the road again. As much as I like being quiet, you'd think I'd appreciate this more, but honestly, it makes sneaking anything impossible. There's a tumbleweed going across because we're on the road again. Uh, according to my pendant, we're actually getting closer to Kazan. It's just over another few dunes. I hope we're getting closer. We've been moving for a while now. <laughs> As in, we'll be there within the next day. Oh. I think Johannes is just really excited to get out of I am the desert. not a fan of anything around us. Kazan is in the desert, Mr. Oh. Solinar. But it'll be like civilization, right? Like, there'll be houses and things. Yes. Well, Kazan, from my understanding, is supposed to be more, like, tent-based. But yes, there will be, like, hot meals and water and places to sleep. We'll get there soon, because Johannes is definitely not coping well right now. I hate sand. <laughs> it's in my hair. Well, there will be a place where you can bathe in Kazan. I'm so, I'm so looking forward to this. <laughs> it's going to be a sand bath. I'm not going no! to lie to you all. Nothing like I'm a good solid sand scrub excited. to get the oils off Once your skin. Once we get the oh! temple key, then we'll be able to start really moving forward and getting the first relic. I'm just, I'm very excited. It's going to be a good day. Getting out of this desert would be the best day. <laughs> Alita says it's going to be a good day, and then Ron Howard comes in and says, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, Little did they know. <laughs> so you all travel another uh, another couple of dunes, which takes another couple of hours, and it's... These dunes are far apart. Well, they're also very high. Oh, the dunes um, are by. Yeah, they <laughs> are, man. <sighs> Gross. Um... Gross. <laughs> <laughs> you see um, in the distance, kind of through the swirling heat of the air, a entranceway 
that looks to be like a post to a town. Um, as you get closer and closer, you notice that there seems to be some kind of decoration hanging from it that you can't quite make out. So is it just like two wooden posts and then a wooden post across and then there's some things hanging? Yes. Mm-hmm. I'd like to take a moment to remind everyone that when we were first looking for Kazan on a map, uh, nobody else could see it. It was just us. Well, Kazan is supposed to be sort of kept secret. Right. So there could be defenses. Magical or otherwise. I don't see any fences. I only see this. That's because they were defensed. So, what is hanging from this thing? Is this a banner of sorts? I don't know of any banner. As you guys get closer, you notice that the decorations that you thought were there are actually uh, three hanging skeletons from from the entrance to the town. I see they've rolled out the welcome wagon. I don't recognize the sigil. Must be a very uncommon house. So, what kind of place is Kazan? Uh, It was supposed to be a a town devoted to the protection of the Key of Brass. They seem to have gone a little aggressive with that protection. This must have been the people who defensed the place. I'm sure you're right, Mr. Johannes. As you guys move, I'm assuming that you guys don't stop. You guys are just going to go through the entrance. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bow to the people before we go by. The skeletons? Yeah. Oh, you know what? Respect's respect. Mm. Thanks for hanging I, out. As you go into the town proper itself, you notice it's barren. The town itself empty and broken. Clay buildings are shattered and crumbling, the tent shredded and strewn about. The sand is long piled over these ruins, leading you to believe that this place has been destroyed long ago. This desert is the worst. I'm starting to get the impression we will not, in fact, be sleeping in beds and taking baths tonight. I don't know what happened here. There's always the sand scrub. So looking around, um, is there any way that we can tell like how recently this has happened? I know you said it seemed like long abandoned, but I mean... I mean, there are piles of sand on mm-hmm. top of the ruins, mm-hmm. but given how the wind normally works with sand, it... Yeah. Can I go investigate the skeletons to see, try and get an idea of how long they've been there? Yeah, I'm is willing this, to let you do that. Is this just a clearing between dunes or is this a... Um... It's sort of nestled into a rocky outcrop that is more or less to protect the town. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not just plopped in the middle of the desert for nothing. Right. Um, is there, a, is there a, a central water source that this town was built around? So... There is a central water source. Uh, there's a high cliff uh, towards the part of the rocky outcropping that seems to have a waterfall that comes down the side of it, uh, goes through a small creek, and then ends in a pool not too far from the entrance of the town. Oh, to there. Well, baths are happening, I guess. Are you going to approach the water? Yes. All right. Uh, roll perception. Oh, my favorite Everybody skill. Everybody or just Johannes? Just Johannes. He's oh, not approaching the water. Um, minus one. 16. 16? 
something seems really wrong with the water. Hmm. You know, usually water's like, splish splash, taking a bath. This one? Nah, it's more like, I've got something wrong with me. Please uh, stare deeper. Some kind of fume seems to be coming off of the water surface. Hmm. That can't be. I'm gonna, I'm gonna waft it. Roll a constitution saving throw. Since I heard him talk. Can I, can I do this side of, I'm wafting, I'm not kind of like taking a deep breath, is that a? Yeah, which is why I'm gonna mitigate okay. how um, bad it'll be. Um, well, since I heard him talking about there being something wrong with the water, I'm gonna start walking over there. Yeah, four? A four? Yeah, did it make it? Is this like the seventh time I've thrown up in the You're gonna take one damage. He's going to see if the water is too bad to make soup with. <laughs> if I boil the water, it should be that safe. Should kill everything. I'm a kobold. <laughs> so you're approaching the water. How? You see Johannes sort of double over into a coughing fit. <laughs> mm. Wait, so something must be really wrong with that water. What? What does it smell like? Oh, death. <laughs> <laughs> huh. Um, from where I'm standing, what is, can I do a perception on that water? Yeah, you absolutely may do a perception on the water. Oh my gosh, I have purified drink. I don't think that's enough to purify a hole. Nope, not at all. <laughs> uh, that's going to be a natural one on. The water looks fine to you. What are you talking about? That water looks fine. Don't drink it. <laughs> um, I walk up and, uh, Pull out a cup and drink yeah, Johann- some. No, Johannes grabs him. Johannes, I, I'm going to do a, a grappling check on this. I got a 16. Yeah, I got a 12. Johannes <laughs> just picks Eek up by the by the scruff and it's like, nobody, this is feeling good. And just starts, scruff of his scales. Yeah, just starts walking, uh, walking up. I'm going to tell the team, I'm going to yell up. Eek and I are going to check out this top of the cliff for the water source. It's not doing great. There might be a dead animal up there or something. I want to check the skeletons. Okay. Uh, you go up to the hanging skeletons mm-hmm. on the entryway of Kazan. Uh, roll investigation, I guess. Okay. I mean, either that or medicine, I guess. So I think they're past the point of medicine being helpful. <laughs> How's about a 16? How's about a 16? Yeah. Uh, they've been... They're there long enough that the bones have partially calcified. Like, they've partially... So they've been here a good long while. Okay. All right. Boat remembers back in his medical school days. <laughs> I like yeah, to... Boat will multi-class into a doctor next. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I actually have a negative one to medicine checks. Doctor, boat! I'd like to check out one of the more intact structures. One of the ones that's less, like, completely caved in. So there is a patch of clay huts that have been destroyed, but some of them are more or less intact. Right. The building that seems the most structured among them is what looks to be the shrine itself. Then I'd also like to stealth. <laughs> so I'll roll for stealth first. It's a 19. All right. And then I'll roll for investigation. That's a 13. All right, what are you trying to find? Um... Hints of what happened, uh, whether or not people left in a rush, or if they seem to have died here, kind of thing. A journal, preferably. <laughs> well, as you're flipping, as you're sort of shifting through, there are a lot of destroyed items. You are, however, able to find a few human skulls in the sand. 
Oh, those are useful. Bum, bum, bum. We can make a drum. Uh, Solonar is going to emerge from the clay building and be like, Hey, boat. Mm -hmm. Whatever cleared this place out did not do so peacefully. These buildings probably aren't destroyed just from bad weather. Yeah, I'm betting that these boys hanging from up here weren't uh, du duly processed criminals being hung for crimes. <laughs> yeah, there's uh, there's bones inside the shrine. No, the... you didn't go inside the shrine. Wait, I thought you said the most intact structure was the shrine. No, I didn't. No, you have. I didn't know you were approaching the shrine. There's a whole deal with the shrine. I thought you were approaching the huts. Okay. That inside these huts. <laughs> oh, you, you caught yourself. You said shrines a second ago. <laughs> I, was, I was staring at the shrine while I was trying to talk to you. I, I guess I had shrine on the mind. I got you. Uh, no, inside the huts, there's bones. I, I feel like I want to check out the shrine, but I kind of don't want to check out the shrine if you catch my drift. I, I got you. Well, tell you what, I'm gonna, why don't you help me cut down these, uh, these skeletons? We'll, we'll give them a bit more of a dignified rest. I'm for it. Let's do it. All right, so you guys are going to be disturbing the skeletons? We're going to be cutting the ropes that are holding the skeletons. We will not be touching the skeletons at all. So you're just going to let them, like, just fall in a heap? Wait, wait, yeah, wait. Yeah, and then I'll use my shovel to move the bones <laughs> into a hole. Yeah, super dignified. Yeah. Right. That said, how are the skeletons held together? Magic. <laughs> Their Sol ligaments calcified. Are they about to roll initiative? Solonar will touch some skeletons. All right, yeah, they just, they're bones. They don't okay. do anything. Oh, touch this bones. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you want to touch some bones? Johannes. This is really hard. We're at the top of this uh, small cliff. Mm -hmm. um, there's a watchtower uh, built of wood that's actually still standing that's uh, far to your left. Uh, there is a whole outcropping of ruined tents. You can look out and you can actually see pretty far from where you are. Um, but again, there's also that water pool that goes into the waterfall if you wanted to approach that. Yeah, what's yeah. going on with this pool? Um, it has the same exact effect that the water down below does. Can I look into it and like take a deep breath before going towards it and then look into the water and see if there's anything amiss? Yes, you may. I'm gonna follow him and kind of do the same. Do, we just, do I roll an investigation? You can roll um, investigation, you can roll medicine, you can roll nature, you can roll arcana, sort of whatever you think's going on. Equally bad at all of them. Six. Six! All right. <laughs> Someone the, else roll a six real quick. <laughs> <laughs> the water looks... bad? Yes. But, like, not bad. It just looks not great. You can't really tell anything going on with it. It should probably be safe. I know I know already that that is not the case, but <laughs> wait, do I know that that is not the case? It might be better up here. Let me try wafting some more. <laughs> okay. All right, roll again. Yeah, I, I Is this a constitution? It's a constitution. It's oh. probably fresher at the source. Oh, sh <laughs> cobalt. <laughs> <laughs> Got a nine. Uh... Yeah, you won't take any damage on that one. Oh, oh. I was saying cobalt because Eek's here. <laughs> Eek, did you waft? I, uh, I, let me, let me see. I'm going to try wafting it too. <laughs> cool. Oh, Safety. Constitution. 
Okay, that is going to be a seven. Uh, yeah. Do-do-do. Yeah, you take two damage. <coughs> oh, I like... <coughs> can we, um... That was terrible! Yeah, don't... Uh, it's, it's not a good idea, I think. We've now got enough empirical evidence. <laughs> um, no, I, I actually, you know... I want to try. I want to see if we can. You know, it doesn't look like anything is wrong, but or there's something wrong, but we can't figure it out. So I want to just. I want to do a little ritual real quick. Can you just watch watch out for me real quick? Yeah, and while you do that, I'm gonna ask soon for guidance. I uh, start setting up like um, my magical objects and for what ritual? Uh, detect magic. All right. Cool. What's Alita doing while they're wafting fart water and we're burning <laughs> skeletons? Um, Alita's approaching the shrine. Have we got the skeletons down Dude, yet? Why, yes. why can't Alita just be like, hey, can one of y'all come with us? Yeah. Or come with me? Hey, She's so, not going into hey, the Solinar, shrine. She's, you want to start digging a hole for these uh, Alita's skeletons? Alita's not going into the shrine. She's looking around it. Mm -hmm. I, will, okay. I will absolutely start digging a hole for these skeletons. Okay. Um, here, I, do, we, do we only have one shovel? I mean, we've got mine. I don't know if you've got one. I mean, it's not like I came packing mm. shovels. Uh, anyway, why don't you dig the hole, and then Boat's going to start playing a dirge on his clarinet to honor the dead. The clarinet of Discord that only <laughs> plays off-key terrible music? It'll he sound like it. bagpipes. Yeah, he said dirge. No, it won't. <laughs> yeah. Also, I want uh, everybody to know that I'm currently wearing a hoodie for a band that does bagpipe music, mm -hmm. so I feel personally called out right now. That's because you were. <laughs> <laughs> Can I please roll a performance check for this? It's yes, roll a performance check. Alright. I'm gonna roll athletics to see how long this takes. Thirteen. Alright, because That's it's the, the clarinet of Discord, as I've said before, no matter how well you roll, it will always be terrible and off-key. I don't I never got it. Did did Moonsey identify this for me? Did he tell me what it was? Or did, I don't did, think so, no. Yeah, so Boat just thinks he's bad at the clarinet. Yeah. Which you know what? It's your first time playing yeah, it takes exactly, a while. Exactly. Yeah, I think that's fair. Johannes uh, takes a knee. <laughs> oh, soon, fairest of the fair. As you can see, someone here in this great town did not honor you, and you turned your back on them because they were ugly. Unfortunately, it's led to their inevitable demise, but we've come to help purify it in your name. And that has to start with this water source. No one can look good if they can't bathe this gross sand that's everywhere <laughs> out of their hair. So they can get back to brushing and, you know, being a, being a source of beauty in your honor. I'm sorry, are you praying to get soon to purify the water? Help me take a shower soon. It's the only way we when can make this. When he started that prayer off with, as you can see, that's like, <laughs> that's like per my last email. <laughs> All right. Roll charisma. Against a god. <laughs> is my saving throw? No, it's not a saving throw. It is a 13. 13? You feel your hair straighten and the sand fall out of it, but it does not purify the water. You know, as always, you work in mysterious ways. I am forever humbled and grateful to stand so close to your beauty. All right, so you're doing detect magic as a ritual. Yes. Uh, the water lights up with a dark 
black-purple sort of light. I think whatever's wrong is definitely magical. Um, Sounds like a goth rave. You're burying bones. I didn't. Solnar didn't say that. (laughs) Solnar said it sounds like a goth rave because he's burying bones. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of which, what'd you get on that athletics check? Six. Oh, it's going to take you a while. And you're going to get sweaty. God. Who made holes so hard to dig? I know I'm not a bard yet, but can Boat give him inspiration with no. my clarinet? No. If anything, you're the reason he's doing so badly. Welcome to quid, quid pro hole. <laughs> Just imagine if you were like trying to do yard work and then your neighbor's six-year-old was practicing the recorder next to you. That is the hell Solinar is in right now. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> This is uncomfortable and unpleasant. I like the idea of just saying burying dead people's yard work. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, it is if it's in your backyard. Right. Once I put that together, I realized the kind of life you lead. And you know what? I'm for it. You know what? I want to be... Uh, we'll talk about that later. Yeah, I probably shouldn't record it. Yeah. Uh, so, eek. Johannes. Water lit up. Johannes' hair has less uh, sand in it, which is clearly the more important of the two. Yo, this water is lit. Yeah. Johannes takes out his brush. Oh, magic, you say? Yeah. Just look at it. Oh, uh, I forgot. You, can I see the magic aura as, as well? Yes. Oh, that's what that is. I thought this was some type of uh, people wearing black dance party. What? Goth <laughs> rave, Brandon. Goth rave. That's not what that sounded like. Now, now Boat's clarinet's going... <laughs> I don't think that's copyright. I don't think that's trademarked. Home Star Runner, don't come after us. <laughs> hey, right. Why are you guys playing my song? <laughs> oh, you guys. Stop playing my song. Oh, the cheat. <laughs> oh, remember that time we were on plot? <laughs> I was so excited to move forward the storyline. You know, I think you're right. The magic in this town is too much. We should go back. No! <laughs> The DM is down. <laughs> the DM is down. Uh, I, <laughs> if y'all don't stop right now, I am falling rocks the party. I, hate I mean, still want to be plot, so we're good. <laughs> um, I don't then know. We, what, then uh, we can start cowboy vampires versus orc werewolves. I don't know. I'm going to be honest. I don't. That's going to be our spinoff campaign. <laughs> I don't really know what to do with this um, magic water of death. I don't really know either. I mean, maybe I can. <gasps> I have water this whole time. I totally forgot. <laughs> Johannes reaches back. Yeah, just flush it all out and pulls out the uh, the water decanter. The decanter. He's just like waterfall. All right, uh, a geyser of water is going to shoot out about ten feet up and rain down upon you. I'm gonna just point it towards the uh, the uh, the. River. No, the, it's that's a. River, it's not geyser ring. It has geyser duh. <laughs> well, she, no, she said it's going to. No, it's it's ongoing. It's just <laughs> yeah. I just point it towards the th- so it goes into the the gross water. And hopefully purifies it or flushes it out or yeah. dilutes. How it. long are you gonna be standing there doing that? Oh, I got this. Is this that's just what you're doing now? I think we can do it. I can <laughs> see the magic ebbing away. <laughs> um. As your water hits the poisoned water, it too becomes poisoned. 
I know enough about physics that I know that eventually poison will be so diluted that we'll make it to Mars. I, I don't think it's gonna work. Oh, well. I think we're gonna have to find something different. I was confident until you said that, but yeah, we should try to find something different. Um, Alita is going to approach you guys while you are burying the skeletons. Are you all going to do that for everyone in Kazan? It just seems a little... It seems like quite the endeavor. Uh, well, with Eek and Johannes up at the top of the waterfall, it seemed unwise to proceed anywhere that might be highly dangerous. And I think most of the people in town are probably mostly buried by the sand that's washed through their homes. It looks that way, yes. So th these people are really the only ones who were completely unburied. Not entirely. Um, there's something at the shrine. I couldn't get in. There's a barrier, but, um, uh, you all might want to see it when you're ready. Is a, is a barrier like a, a bear farrier? Is that like a, someone who puts shoes on bears? Like, I think it's a door with a doorknob that you twist and then you open. It, it's a, it's a magical wall. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh, okay. Bar right, I'm sorry. Boat will stop playing this awful music, and it's making my brain hurt. I just play harder. <laughs> Boat's rocking out with his clarinet. <laughs> All right. Whenever you two are done, whenever you two are done with that, I'm going to go get um, Eek and Mr. Johannes. I'm just about to hit the next part of my improv jazz performance. <laughs> you don't find that slightly inappropriate? Save yourself, Alita. <laughs> it's too late for me. Clearly. Jazz is the most original art form there is, and mm. it is the true way to honor these people who gave their lives to the sand. Plus it's free run, jazz. Run, go. I'm going to I, I'm going to go find Egan, Mr. Johannes. You two meet us at the shrine when you're done here. Sounds great. <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> so um it's not going to take a lead very long to reach you guys. Uh, which I imagine you all are still by the water. Sure. So I found something in the shrine, and by that I mean I couldn't get into the shrine, and there's a barrier, but there's also something very weird, and I think we should all uh, go to the shrine oh. together well, as a unit. I've got no ideas for this. Uh, you've got any ideas, Zeke? I I don't know how I don't know what the magic is. It's, so I don't think I don't think there's anything we can do about it right now. We should both, um, hey, let's, can we roll an arcana? I know we rolled an investigation, but can we roll an arcana that we know is magical? Yeah, you absolutely can. Uh, what are you trying to discern? Uh, I'm trying to discern a 12. What are you, what are you actively looking for? Yeah, I guess what the type of magic would be, uh, more what Johannes would be. Something dark. You're not able to tell, like, the specific school or anything, but you are able to tell that it is definitely not something beneficial or cleric-based. Hmm. Until this point, I wasn't sure if this was dark magic. Clerical would just make me think of filing. <laughs> now I know for sure this was done by evil. Um, you hear whispered in your ear the name Emberlin. Emberlin? Does Emberlin mean anything to you? Emberlin? No. Sounds like a color. Alita is shaking her head slowly. Anne Boleyn? <laughs> Uh, for you guys who are writing that down in your notes, it is E-M-B-E-R-L-Y-N. 
That's right, listeners at home, you should be taking notes. <laughs> Set your decoder rings to G6. Emberlin is Evelyn's sister from He-Man. <laughs> no, I, I don't know. The only amber lenses I know of are the ones we wore back in the grove, but I guess it's time to get to uh, that shrine. Yeah, I guess, uh, I guess, well, at least we brought plenty of water with us. I mean, we'll never really run out of water, so thank you for that. But, uh, okay, yeah, let's go to the shrine. We have soon to thank, and the man of no faces to also thank. We have, we actually are very, I, I, we should thank a lot of people. Thank you, people. So you guys are going to make your way back down, um, towards the shrine. It'll be around this time that Boat will finish his rockin' solo, uh-huh. and, uh, Solonar will have finally poured the last bit of sand on top of the bones. Boat has, at this point, by the way, inserted a dart into his clarinet. Are you planning on using your clarinet as a blowgun? No comment. (laughs) Is that even possible? Maybe you should try that before you count on it. Here, put this apple on your head and go stand over there. (laughs) Absolutely not. Or should I say absolutely not? Uh, no, no, you shouldn't. Yeah. I think Boat's just going to see where this goes. Put that apple on top of uh, one of the skulls. Ooh, can I take my skulls. darts over to the to the fart water and dip it in there? <laughs> oh. Yeah, go right ahead. All right, yeah, I'm going to dip the points of my darts in that water. The tip of the dart's going to go away. Well, then I'm putting what's left of the dart in my clarinet. <laughs> Fantastic. It, it it has no point now. You have okay. a blunt object. Yeah, exactly. you have a blunt dart. It's an improvised weapon now. <laughs> it sounds like it sounds like some bludgeoning damage. It's yeah. gonna be like throwing a marble at somebody. Hey man, have you ever had a penny flicked at you? Yes, the, I have. Those can be pretty painful. Have you ever had That's a, like at least one D4. Have you ever had a marble shot out of a clarinet at a high velocity at <laughs> you right in the eye? Yeah. There are going to be a bunch of people who have clarinets who are either going to go, that's not how that would work at all, or looking desperately for marbles to see if they can turn a clarinet into a blowgun. Yeah, I'm going to be honest, with the reed aspect of it, you probably can't get too much velocity. No, I can take off that, like, the mouthpiece. Oh, he's on. Yeah, Yeah. yeah, everybody, if you have clarinets at home, you're, uh... And I've got a plus four. If you have clarinets at home and they get destroyed, uh, we didn't tell you to do this. Don't try this at home. I've got a plus four to athletics, too, and I read that as being me being able to, like, really take in some air. I'm sorry. Hold on. Are you arguing that athletics rolls should let you huff and puff (laughs) and blow through a clarinet? I don't see why not. For the record, you also wouldn't be able to get enough velocity because the clarinet's like shaft is gonna have too many holes. Whoa, whoa, whoa! It's got big meaty hands right. that he can put around that. <laughs> One, two. What is the airspeed velocity of, of an unladen, un- untipped dart? I hate all of you. So you all make it to the shrine. Okay, I was about to say, can we do plot things? Yes, please, please, please plot, please. I'm so desperate for plot right now. Um, you guys make it to the shrine where Alita and Johannes and Eek are waiting. Hey, how's it going, guys? All right, you said something about a barrier. Yes, you can, she points and you see a shimmering golden sort of sheen over the entrance to the shrine. Behind that entrance are two figures that are sitting and crouched over. 11 and 42. 
They're figures. <laughs> Even I didn't like that one. Yeah, nobody liked that. We just lost three listeners. Sometimes my joy is just for me. All right. Um, as you approach, you notice that they are withered and mummified bodies Ooh, okay. that are in a folded leg sitting position. All right. Now, forgive me. Were they behind the barrier or in front of it? Behind the barrier. Okay. And if we touch the barrier, it's like like a mime wall? Like we can't exactly. get through it? Exactly. Okay. It's not going to hurt you, but okay. you can't get through it. Does it like glow when we touch it like a force field in Star Trek or something? Like is yes. there a way to see that it's there? Okay. Yes. Um, hey, Solonar. Why don't you uh, throw your grappling hook up and see if we can find out if there's like a top to this thing? And then after that, if you don't mind digging a hole so we can try to go underneath it. Mm-hmm. You hear that voice in your head. Hello? Hello. Hi. All four of you hear it. All right. Not so just Deke. Boat, Boat stands up and he like holds up his hands toward the barrier. He's like, hey there. Uh, you see, we're just trying to get in here to find out what happened to the good people of Kazan, and we're hoping that you'll uh, give us a pass here so we can see what's going on. We've already tried to bury some of the people who perished here, and we're hoping we can get in and get these two dry souls over here and put them in the ground, too. So if you could are be... Are you a... referring to us? I think so. Are you, the, are you the mummified bodies, like, right near me here? We are. Can you let us in? I've got some lotion if you want it. Why do you seek entry? We're trying to find out what happened. We can tell you what happened. Uh, okay, let me get my notepad out, and we can uh, we can go for it. We were attacked. By whom? Some priestess of a black dragon. A black dragon priestess, you say? She had an army. How long ago was this? 300 years. You all are being held together remarkably well. After 300 years. The dry air of the desert will do that, I suppose. Alita's giving you a look like, come on! <laughs> oh, I've got lotion. If you guys need it. We have been holding vigil. It is the sacrifice of our lives that kept the shrine safe. How long can you continue to hold this vigil? Until we cannot. What must what must be done for you to be released from this? We are to protect the key to the temple of the brass dragons. The key, you say? And I motion for Alita. I was like, I think these people want to talk to you. Um, Alita is kind of like standing awkwardly. <laughs> She's not entirely certain how to talk to mummified priests. Yeah. No, I just, I like kick my thumb over at her. I'm just like, yeah, this is my friend Alita. And she knows a thing or two about dragons and keys. And maybe she can help you all figure out what we need to do here to solve this problem for everybody. Alita kind of looks at you and it, you can't tell if she's grateful you helped her or she's really frustrated you're putting her in this very uncomfortable situation. Mm -hmm. But she then turns and begins to say something in Draconic. Okay. Boat does not speak Draconic. I speak Draconic, I think. Yep. So you are able to tell that Alita is speaking directly to the priests at, and introducing herself as a priestess of the Silver Dragon. Whoa, whoa, whoa. how does Alita introduce us? Well, she hasn't. Like, we don't. We don't have to understand it. But if she was going to be introducing us, how would she? Do she it? isn't introducing you. Aww. She's only introducing herself. Oh, selfish. Boat pops in there. He's like, "By the way, I'm Charles Gravy Boat Barnes. You may have heard of me. I'm a two-time world champion with the Teller Belt. Thank you very much, and good day." 
you hear you you hear um while they're talking they then ask all they they are talking to Alita and asking about who they're describing you as her attendants um she says that she wants them to enter she wants you all to enter with her um they say they need to pass one question and then all of you hear in common in your heads why do you seek the return of the dragons all right guys let's huddle up on this one <laughs> No, they want you to answer individually. I'll go last. Uh, to restore balance to the world. There's no. This isn't. This isn't a school test, Solonar. But that's. But that's why we're doing this. Now. They're not asking why us as a party are doing this. They're asking why you individually care. Because I I want to be responsible for saving the world. You hear a sound, a low, coppery bell tone. Is is that like a good a good sound or? Uh, could you take your credit card out of the chip scanner, please? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sometimes it doesn't go through when it's overcast like this. Yeah, you know, to be honest with you, um, mummified voices that are in serious need of lotion. I mean, Alita was really nice to me. I haven't seen, I've been with a lot of people who've been really nice to me. And she seems to really like dragons, so I feel like they're probably good. Alita kind of, like, gets a little welled up in the eyes and puts her hand on her chest like she's very touched. Oh, Alita, don't, don't cry. All these people are dead. There's nothing we can do about it now. You hear a low, coppery tone. Oh. oh. Somebody get the door. Well, well, Lita, she seems to believe that it's th th the right thing to do, and I guess I kind of believe that Alita's going to do the right thing, so that's why I'm do helping. All right, Alita's, Alita's, like, having a lot of feelings right now. Well, let me tell you something about Old Gravy. Old Gravy's led a very adventurous life, and I've been to the top of the mountain, been down to the bottom of the valley, and Gravy Boat's at a real low point in his life right now, and I think this quest to bring balance back to the world can help me sort of find myself and refocus my life in a more positive direction. I'm sorry, Mr. Bowder, is the reason you're following the prophecies because you think it will reinvigorate your career? No, not my career. Me as a person. It's finding myself. Ah. But not longer than four hours. I'll seek a doctor. <laughs> All right. Uh, Low coppery tone after Eek and, and Boat uh, say their thing and my soul has ascended out of my body. I am now but a mere husk. You probably need some lotion, too. <laughs> The barrier fades into nothingness, Yay. and the bodies hit the floor. Oh, yeah, they did. <laughs> so I guess that means we can go in. Well, yeah, we rang the doorbell. I heard the tone. So I don't think that's what that was, but all right, um, guys. I'm not gonna lie; that's really ominous and creepy looking. The the hallway just goes into blackness. Oh, if there's one thing I've learned about ominous and creepy, it's that if you sing at it, it gets better. I'm oh. sorry, what? Don't you know the way we're going? Boat starts playing his clarinet. <laughs> into the 
temple where we've never been before. Are we seriously Please. desecrating a sacred place with you guys doing this? It's kind of ominous, but we don't mind. What was that, Mr. Eek? I was just gonna see if I... I'm never gonna leave a kobold behind. And I grab Eek and I just start running in. I was just gonna shout before we walked in here. Hello? <laughs> As you guys run down the hallway, uh, torches along the hall, the hallway keep like lighting a flame as you pass them, illuminating the hallway, which goes into a large anteroom. Man, we're good at leaving fires behind us. You are. It's a noted skill at this point. Boat, once we're world famous, remind me to install these kinds of torches in my new house, because that's amazing. I'll take care of it, don't worry. The room you find yourself in is made entirely out of brass, and the ceiling looms high over you. The the room feels cool, almost like it's air-conditioned, and if you put your hand to the wall, the coolness radiates out of the metal of the walls itself. The walls and ceiling are carved with images of brass dragons involved in various historical events. There is a door to the north, a door to the east, and a door to the west. The door to the south is the door out that you all just went through. The HVAC in this building is amazing. (laughs) Exits are north, west, east, and south. Mm -hmm. Well, the exit is south. Mm -hmm. Mind the gap. (laughs) Um, so, Alita, uh, what is this building? Is this, uh, is this a story of your dragons? Well, this is a story of brass dragons. I'm not as familiar as I would be with silver. But um, there are a couple of scenes from famous wars I recognize. A couple of old stories of influence over political... Stories. Okay, but we're we're here for the the key, right? Let's just find the key and key, and then we can go, right? So yeah, well, where, where's the key from here? I don't know. It's in here somewhere. Yeah. I don't suppose your little mirror can tell us where to go. Uh, no, but it will react when we find it. So we just have to walk over every square foot of this temple, and eventually we'll get there. It's suppo- This entire shrine was made to protect the key. It would be we. It would be somewhere important, not just hidden in a box or something. So, which of these passageways looks the most important? It looks like either to the right or to the left is going to be. Sounds like we're going to the middle, north. I actually agree with him. (laughs) All right. So you walk up to the northern door. There is a handle that is coming out of a dragon's claw, as far as the engravings go. I'm opening this door. I'm stepping away. (laughs) As you reach for the handle, you hear a kunk, and the doorknob goes into the wall, and a panel comes over it and hides it. Hmm... I think I think the door decided to be shy. It's okay, buddy. We're here to help. I'm gonna knock on the panel. Nothing happens. Oh, he got too shy. Well, let's. I say we go to the north. That's where yep. he tried oh, to go. I mean, and then that, Johannes the... does a does a three sixty and <laughs> goes back to the wall. And like, it's okay, buddy. We're here to help again. Well, let's uh. Let's go to the left. Let's just start looking. 
Least it is. All right. Are, are, are you going left? Is that what you're doing? That's what I'm doing. All right. So as you take the left, as you go towards the left door, the door opens easily, and you walk into a room that radiates a aura of energy and peace. You all immediately feel at ease upon entering this room. There are eight large brass dragon statues standing around the room with candles and offerings of books, flowers, food, and trinkets laid at them, at the feet of the statues. The smell of incense still clings to the air. Oh, it's a shrine to soon. I wouldn't have expected one in this place. This is a worship room. This is where people would offer prayers. Hmm. But no, uh, no key, right? Um, I, I would look around at the offerings, but I don't know if it's in here. Alita is going to walk over to one of the statues and start kind of shuffling through some of the offerings. Sol and I will pick a different statue and shuffle through the offerings. Cool. But we'll do the same. Um, Johannes is going to take uh, a knee in the middle and then uh, just kind of bow his head. All right. Eek. Uh, I'm going to just kind of look at these statues. Just like, just admiringly, like you're at the VMFA or? <laughs> kind of, yeah. All right, cool. <laughs> the Virginia uh, Museum of Fine Arts. Uh, those of you who are investigating the offerings roll. <clears throat> Investigation or perception, whichever is higher. A 13. A 15. All right. Uh, you... Solonar, you're able to find, like, five gold, um, a couple of withered flowers, some old, very decidedly fossilized dumplings, and a small um, uh, feather quill that looks like it was owned by a child. Okay. Solonar is gonna like look from the five gold up to the up to the statue, and then back at the five gold, and then back at the statue, and be like, oh, you, "You probably don't need this," and pocket the five gold. All right, add the five gold to your to your inventory. Boat, you are going to find some very similar stuff, mm -hmm. though you will find seven gold rather than five, oh. and you will find a letter. A letter, you it's say? The letter K. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it looks to be a prayer letter, something that was directly offered as a request to the to the dragons. Can themselves. both read it? Yes, you can read it. It is in common. Um, it it's something about offering like trying to get a blessing bestowed on the great chief of Karar, which is one of the uh, four really important tribes in Oshenvar that's to the north over the mountains. It talks about how Karar has long tried to be a friend to the town of Kazan and has long assisted them in their protection. Okay. Um, I take uh, the note and, like, gravy boat represent, I found something, and uh, show it to Alita. All right. So I don't know what this would mean. I mean, maybe we could go and visit this tribe and see if they have some idea of what happened here. Oh, yeah, that's not a bad idea. But didn't the priests tell us what happened? I mean, we heard one side of the story. What? 
everyone's been massacred. I feel like it's the side of the story that matters. Well, what if this black dragon lady is still roaming around? Like, maybe this tribe knows something about it. From 300 years ago? It could be a legend, thank you very much. People write things. Solonar, how long do elves live? It, uh, it depends on the lifestyle. Depends on the DM. <laughs> well, uh, elves, elves in uh, my line of work typically... Elves be... that make good decisions. Oh. There's only like one of those. However I mean, long an elf in his line of work lives, cut it in half, and that's when he's going to die. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not, I, all right, I'm not going to lie to you. I actually don't know. <laughs> I'm just saying, aren't there really long-lived races? I mean, dragons live eons. Mm-hmm. I've heard of these things called marathons, where people just run for, like, tens or dozens of miles. Yeah, and Those then, are super long races. And then they watch all three of the Lord of Rings movies back to back to back. And they eat nothing but queso. I'm just saying it's not out of the realm of possibility. Out of character question. Yeah. How long ago was it that the dragons disappeared again? 300 years ago. So, all right. So, hey, maybe the time frame kind of works out here. Maybe we can talk to the dragon ghosts in your necklace. They're not dragons. (laughs) They are former priests of the silver dragons. Well, maybe we can talk to them. Haunted necklace. That's not how that works. Help us. They just give information. They don't, you don't. We're looking for information. They don't converse. You can't ask them directly stuff like that. Can you pray to them? I, Sort of. It doesn't work as well as I think you're thinking it does. It, I get flashes of images and vague ideas of where things are. It, it's not as... Maybe they know where the brass key is. Maybe they have a vague yes, idea where do, it is. they do, in that it is in this shrine. You, you can't narrow it down a little bit now that we're here. I'm sorry. That's what you all are for. <laughs> you're, you're the chosen one. I don't think it's going to be in here. Can we just go to the next the next room? <laughs> so there is uh, the way that you came in, and there is a room to the north. Well, let's go to the north. How's that sound to everybody? Isn't the north the one that we just tried? Or is this no, the this door in inside. this room? Yep. We haven't left this room. Okay. Yep. North, north. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, it's a simple wooden door, and as you open it, you step into a plain but well-organized storage room filled with parcels and boxes on wooden shelves. It's another plain. All the room. F- it's another plain room. Hopefully there are no snakes in here. <laughs> oh, look at these boxes. What's in them? Is there robes? Are you going to go shuffle through the boxes and parcels? Yeah. I want loot. All right. Um, you find a lot of food that is long since rotted. No. Uh <laughs> But I will let you all roll for what you find in there. Those of you that are going through the boxes. I got to 13. Investigation? Mm-hmm. 16. 17. All right. Johannes, you are able to find a set of robes for a brass priest. Oh, sweet. I'm putting these on right now. As well as... <laughs> brass priest is my metal band. <laughs> <laughs> as well as a brass vase. Oh. Uh, which of you was higher? Uh, I had but, 17. Both by one. Okay, I had cool. 16. Uh, Solonar, you find a set of robes for a brass priest, a set of brass spectacles, and a, and a um, 
fist-size amber stone. Sweet. Boat, you find, I don't know if you could guess, a set of robes for a brass priest. Yeah. Um, a small, intricate bottle of what looks like sand and a, bra- a small, toy-sized brass dragon figurine. Uh, all right. So the Happy Meal brass dragon. <laughs> <laughs> Do I look... Yeah. Are these robes, like, way oversized for Johannes? Yeah, they're, they're a little big for you. Awesome. Are they uh, undersized for me? Yes. Okay. Solanar puts them on over his cloak and then puts on the spectacles and is like, check me out, guys. I'm sophisticated. Johannes is pulling up the front end of his of his robe so he can actually walk in and he's like, I'm a dainty lady. As you walk, <laughs> as you as you begin to move, the brass embellishments on the robes glow, and the robes themselves begin to shrink to your size. Oh, Ooh. now I'm Johannes. It's the Back to the Future Two jacket. <laughs> <laughs> your like brass robes are now dry. <laughs> I don't feel like that's a problem in this land of sand and sun and desert. Mm. Can I investigate this bottle of quote-unquote sand that I have? Yes, you may. Right. What are you trying to figure out? Sure. What it is. All right, is what just, do you want to roll on it? Uh, investigation. Cool. No. That's a four. It looks like a bottle of sand. Can, I, can I roll an arcana check on it? Uh, normally no, but I'll allow it. All right. Because I'm benevolent. Uh, <laughs> that was a three. <laughs> Plain old bottle of sand. (laughs) It's a really fancy bottle for sand. Johannes takes the vase over to one of the shrines that are still like very intact. He puts the vase inside of it, takes out his water decanter, Mm -hmm. and he's like, just a little spout of water, please. It goes, and then fills the vase and then puts some of the flowers that are dead inside of it. Oh, that's very lovely. There you go. Uh, Boat wants to take, I want to take my toy brass dragon. I'm going to sit... sort of like monk style on the floor, like I learned at the monastery when I was a young boy. And I set the brass dragon in front of me. I was like, oh, brass dragon, give us your wisdom. Let us know the location of the key. What are you doing, Boat? I thought this might be a totem for a god that could tell us where we could find the brass key. I... And then I start rubbing it to see if a genie will come out or something. <laughs> Johannes puts a few drops of his bottle of, of perfume, endless perfume, into the water so it becomes this kind of scented. Uh, and he's like, there you go. You're doing great, Mr. Brass Dragon statue. You keep making this place beautiful. Nothing physically changes about the statue, but it feels like it's smiling. Love you, buddy. And then uh, turns around and just starts... Uh, How big is it? It's large. It's almost the size of an adult brass dragon. The Whoa. statue? Yeah. The, Not the figurine. That's what I was talking about. No, I thought you were talking about the statue that no. Johannes is at. No, 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 I was talking about... Mark. No, the figurine is like, I don't know, smaller than a beanie baby? Okay, all right, here's what I want to do. Um, what collect a, them all. What a dated reference that was. Goodness gracious. <laughs> yeah, you think I was it's talking. It's only dated because you said it. Anyway, um, I'm Just taking a length that. of rope and cutting it. And I'm turning the um, brass dragon, like, toy into, like, a necklace that I can wear. All right, sure. The, the rope is really, really thick for that. But sure, you can 
make this terrible, ugly jewelry. We'll take care of it until I can find a jeweler. Wow, hating on fashion just like yeah. that. Yeah, absolutely. Now I will. All I need I'll is hate a vi- on it if it's bad fashion. Now all I need is a Viking hat and I can be like Gravy Boat Flav. <laughs> gravy Flav. Uh, oh, Flavor Boat. <laughs> oh, yeah, Flavor Boat for sure. That is a ship that I want to see. <laughs> I am not introducing a character named Flav. That's not happening. Not even like Flavian? No. Oh. No, if only because you guys asked for it. Oh, come on. All right. Uh, All right these, so what now, are you... just before we move on, just so everybody's aware, Boat is now wearing a cowboy hat. Mm-hmm. Yes. The symbol of office cloak of the guard captain of Palavar. Yep. And a really awesome brass dragon necklace. Boat oh, looks like rope. Boat looks like what we all look like our first three levels into an RPG when we're just equipping anything to give us a stat bonus. <laughs> Boat looks like me when I walk out of a Goodwill. Yeah. Boat's been popping tags. <laughs> All right, Eek, what are you doing, my dude? Also with the clarinet, uh, especially. Can we just keep looking for this key? Why do we need to loot this place? I mean, how do you know the key wasn't in one of these crates without Be- looking? Because it's a storage room. <laughs> right. If you were going to hide a key. I don't think they're hiding it here. <laughs> it's, they're protecting it. Exactly. Miss... Mr. Eek is absolutely right. Johannes has already walked out. He's walking to the other door. All right, so you so you walk to the other door. You find yourself. You find yourself in a wing that is organized into a series of small one-room apartments with simple kitchens, comfortable beds, and chests of simple belongings. Well, there's got to be a shower around here somewhere. What kinds of simple belongings? <laughs> All right, are you uh? You looting these boxes of simple belongings, Solinar? Rifle, rifle, rifle. So Solinar's like, oh, there must be a key around here somewhere. Roll. Oh, fine. Be that way. I will. What's called? 14. 14. Uh, You are able to find two things. Well, three things. One is another set of brass uh, priest robes. Does anybody want a set of robes? I'll take it. You already have robes. I have a plan. All right. Uh, you find, uh, 60 gold. Hot dog. And you find a letter. The letter C. It's half finished, and it's written in common. And it looks like it was written from one of the priestesses that lived here. It was addressed to her brother and talked about how he had recently been stationed at the Temple of Brass. You can tell it's half finished because of the crazy vowels. You can tell it's half finished because it sort of trails off and hasn't been sent. He's in the castle. (laughs) (laughs) It talks about how she misses him, but she's proud that he's been promoted in such a way. Oh, he's at the Temple of Brass. Yep. And this is just like... The shrine. The shrine. Okay. I was like, wait a minute. That doesn't make any sense. Why would she send a half-finished letter? Maybe because she didn't. Okay. All right. I'm tracking now. I'm with you. Well, we should send that letter. Uh, Given that the people who were guarding the door said that they were guarding the door starting 300 years ago, I'm not going to lie to you. I have a strong feeling this dude's not around anymore. I don't know. Maybe he's an elf. They live a long time. I wouldn't know. <laughs> well, I don't think this key's in here either. 
So... Meanwhile, Boat's in the corner, and he's taking the rest of his rope, and he's, like, affixing one part to one corner of the wall and another part to the other corner of the wall and hanging the robes over it. And then he's like, hey, hey, Johannes, can I borrow your uh, your vase there for a second? Oh, I already, I left the vase. Uh, oh, you left it in there? Yeah, I put the oh, I was building in... you a shower. I didn't realize oh. you were putting it in that one. Oh, but I've got the decanter. Well, that's what I mean. Oh. Yeah, that's what I was looking for. Yeah, no, I didn't leave the magical. Yeah, I was like, that's pretty dumb if you left that in there. <laughs> well, you know what? That's, I wouldn't put it past me. Well, here's a shower for you. Just stand behind there and you can use your decanter to wash off. See, I like, I like your ingenuity. Also, I, there has to be a shower in here. I mean, if you want to keep looking, that's up to you. But There's I've... no drain on the floor, so he would just be slowly flooding this room. <laughs> It'd be fine. I mean, he wouldn't be running it long enough. How he... long do you think it takes Johannes to wash his hair? Because he's got a lot of hair. Uh, like, when the room started to fill up, when it got about ankle deep, he would know to do something about it. Would he? Because yeah. ankle deep is different for him than it is for you. Exactly. I'd be drowning. It'd be an early warning system. Eek, I understand your desire to uh, get on get on with the mission, uh, but for someone. Well, we're also in an abandoned temple. We're shrine in a shrine in a town that everybody's dead. Why are you guys just goofing off? Well, I'm not goofing off. I'm collecting materials for use. Uh, you remember how you wanted to buy something and you didn't have any money? I've found money both times I've gone looking for things. So if you want to have money, maybe you should start looting. The dead. Yes. Well, they're not going to use it. Come on. I understand Mr. Solonar's practicality, Eek, but I do share your distaste. For Solonar. <laughs> so. That's harsh. Walking down, is there, is there a shower? If you want to create a shower for yourself, you can, but the next room is going to be a library. Oh, this isn't a shower, but there's books. <laughs> Which is a great place to set up a shower. There has to be this room filled with paper. There has to be one somewhere close, just in case they caught on fire. Heavy with the smell of aged paper and wood, the library is just a series of very simple wooden book stacks, uh, tables, chairs, and one strange, large, spherical contraption in the center of the room. I'm gonna touch it. <laughs> Do you just then immediately like bean forward and put your hand on it? That's exactly what yes. happened. All right, it makes a loud uh, metal activation noise of things clunking into place. Oh, I don't know if I should have touched it. You hear gears begin to whir. And then you see all blades the lights, come out and <laughs> All the light in the room goes out. Uh, how much of the light goes out? Because I've got 60-foot dark vision. All of the light. Oh, no. However, the mechanical, the contraption raises up and opens and projects on the ceiling a perfect replica of the night sky. I'm so glad I touched it. This is so cool. As you are looking, you see celestial bodies move around the ceiling. You see notes appear over certain stars of what their position means for prophecy and philosophy and astrology. This is not good. How did we get outside? You see a meteor just streak across the ceiling. Are there any notes on the meteor? No. It says make a wish. <laughs> I wish we were back inside the, the shrine. Uh, Alita, do you have any insight for why there'd be astronomy going on in here right now? 
Because priests are often charged with reading the stars to give prophecies. Oh, I'm an Aquarius. She touches the a- she touches the astrolab, and the lights come back on, and it closes and retracts back down. You can read stars. I thought they were just pretty things to look at at night. Well, it's all position and where they are and how they're moving and in relation to. I'm I'm really bad at it. My mother was fantastic at it, and I just. I, I just listened to the pendant. Don't worry, Alita. You can r- speak and read Draconic, and that's a whole language I can't even fathom. Well, thank you, Mr. Johannes. That's incredibly kind. But I'm no good at astronomy. Well, that's a whole different language. It takes a lot of practice. I can only speak halfling. That's... that's actually... You're, you're speaking common right now, Mr. Johannes. Wait, that's a language? Yes, sir. Oh, I can speak two languages. So that is a good way to look at it. She begins. She walks off and begins thumbing through the books. Uh, Solinar is going to do a quick, like, hand dragging across spines, just like checking titles of oh, things. Oh, your hand is going to get so dusty. Yeah. So fine. dusty. That's fine. Solinar, why'd you touch my back? <laughs> Are you calling Johannes dusty? And spiny. Ew. I thought that would be Eek, if anyone. Yeah, Eek would be the one that would be spiny. Hey! (laughs) (laughs) Um, You find find on one of the bookshelves an entire series of books on etiquette. Oh, you went to the right section? (laughs) Providence has guided you. Lame. I was wondering if you were willing to burn it. <laughs> no, no. Etiquette. I don't books. need no education. <laughs> and he just knocks over the bookshelf. This is just another brick in the wall. Uh, I, um, this is what Pink Floyd would have wanted. <laughs> is there a, a section that looks like it would be about magic? You find a section on prophecy, religion, and politics, but not magic. What about the uh, other kind of magic books, romance novels? Here are the kinds of books you can find in this library. (laughs) Combat, philosophy, conversation, etiquette, prophecy, religion, politics, and the study and analysis of brass dragons. No music? No music. I'm fascinated by this conversation uh, book. (laughs) Is, right. there, is there like a whole no, there's section? A se- no, each of these are sections. Yeah. Can we okay. go over those one more time? All right. Here are, the co- here are the sections of books found in the Brass Dragon Shrine Library. Combat, philosophy, conversation, etiquette, prophecy, religion, politics, and the study and analysis of Brass Dragons. Yeah, Boat wants to go to the conversation section oh, with Johannes. Already here. Yeah. <laughs> There's a whole section on books on how to carry on polite conversation, how to revive dead conversation, oh. uh, appropriate ways to As begin. Necrosation. Yeah. <laughs> appropriate <laughs> way. That was the best joke for today. That was that was so great. I just I need a minute. All right, cool. Going on. Moving forward. How to start conversation with people you've never met before. How to start conversation with people from different lands. Oh, I'm gonna get this one. I've I've never met I've never met a lot of people. I need to know how to meet them. What are you guys reading over there? It's, Ooh. A, it's a book on how to meet people. 
it's a book on how to uh, make conversation with people from places you've never been. But yeah, know. what do I say? What it actually? Johannes actually asks the book that when he opens it. <laughs> the book doesn't say anything. I don't speak because it's a book. I probably haven't read the right page yet. All right, are you just going to be thumbing through that for a minute? Yeah, well. Bo wants to read the Revive Dead Conversations book. All right, I'm going to have <laughs> you both roll wisdom checks. Oh, Actually, no. It. Roll intelligence checks. Oh, dang awesome. it. Oh, dang it. Dang it. Kobold. <laughs> <laughs> Mother kobold. I got a two. Four. Neither of you are able to really glean any information from the books. Oh, books are hard. <laughs> Can I just, like, read it again and take ten on that roll? <laughs> are you trying to revive this dead roll? <laughs> exactly. Do you want to just take the book? Yeah, I'll take the book. There. You, right. You've acquired book on reviving dead conversations. I want to take a combat book, too. I want to take a combat book. All right. Uh, most of the combat books are going to be about proper use of martial technique and exotic weapons. Ooh. Uh, yeah, I want a book on martial technique. All right. Cool. I'll take a book on exotic weapons. That sounds like something I haven't read before. All right. You take that. And then I go to the front desk. Is there a place I can sign these out? <laughs> there is not. Oh, I'm going to just... Is there a scrap piece of paper I can leave a note? Uh, there are a couple of scrolls that are that looks somewhat important, and a quill that's not terribly far from them. Unfurl the first one. What is? What do I think it is? Roll. Intelligence. Wow. Wow. <laughs> how's, a, how's a one treating me? It doesn't look important. Good, I'm gonna, uh, let me see. Johannes, I always forget how to spell this, was, was, was here, checked these books out. I write the serial number. From the Dewey Decimal System. Which exists and is a thing. The Dewey Dragon Decimal System. <laughs> the Dragon Decimal System. Yeah, you know, that thing that is, exists and is a thing. Talon um, 17. Okay, you, you write that note on the scroll. Eek. Solinar, what about you two? The whole, the whole time uh, Johannes has been talking about this, the only thing I can think of is that Boat's trying to leave the conversation section to get to the combat section, but he only goes like halfway between them and he picks up a book on marital technique. <laughs> uh, no, that is not. This is this is a holy shrine filled with priests. That's not in there. Dang it. Um, it, it actually just is one page. It says no. <laughs> after after Johannes and It's just Bo a picture of a brass dragon wiggling its its talon and uh uh uh. You didn't say the magic gesture. word. Not for you. Uh, after after Johannes and Boat clear out from the conversation section, Solinar is going to like roll through to be like, what were they looking at? And then when he sees its conversation books, he's going to just like discreetly grab one. Which one is he grabbing? Uh, How to make your dragon priestess feel better about you being in their party <laughs> 101. Uh, how about relating to others? Yeah, you know, you can find one to do that, and you yeah. can add that into your yeah. repertoire I, I, of gonna, stuff he, you've stolen. He's going he's gonna to flip that open real quick and just thumb through it before pocketing what, what it. What are you trying to figure out, my dude? Uh, Solinar feels like he's not as good at relating to people as he should be. As Boat is. He's, yeah. You he, know, doesn't, he doesn't in, have that good empathy. Roll intelligence, but I'm not sure what revelation <laughs> you want him to have. emotional intelligence, since uh, you're looking for How empathy. about 19? All right. Uh, you learn 
that frequently, even if you've moved on from issues, people can still be upset at you, and it is on the person who upset the person to fix it. Um, it probably has to do with you and both. This is weirdly pertinent. <laughs> you also find that generally humor makes it so that you are able to get through awkward conversations oh, with people need, you don't know. I'm going to need another book. Solonar starts, like, thumbing through the stacks looking for a book on humor. You find several. <laughs> oh, God. You find an entire book of knock-knock jokes. Mm-hmm. And it was actually in one of the bathrooms <laughs> right next to a candle that had long since melted out. Do you want to take the book of knock-knock jokes? Yes. Yes, I do. All right. You can take the book of knock-knock jokes. Eek, uh, what are you doing, buddy? one book of endless knock-knock jokes in your inventory. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to take a look at those books about prophecy mm-hmm. um, in particular. See if there's one that's about hearing voices. There is one. Uh, roll intelligence on your ability to glean information from it. All right. Um, cool. What does a distrait intelligence? Yes. Uh, 15. Often, prophecies that are voices directly into the head are often messages from gods or other kinds of celestial beings directly speaking to you. It can also mean that a magical item with sentience is speaking to you. Okay. It can also mean you're crazy. (laughs) It could mean that you're bat crackers, but... Never look that up. Never rule it out. This is why I whisper into ventilation systems whenever I'm in a building. Just yeah. in case there's... Alita right. is going to put two books in her pack. Keep people on their toes. <clears throat> oh, what books did you get, Alita? Oh, uh, just uh, etiquette and um, conversation. Good call. Make sure to check those out for your etiquette purposes. Yeah. Just... Um... Yeah. Alita kind of awkwardly sidles away. Mm -hmm. Are you going to take the book with you? Uh, Sure, yeah. I think so. Um, Is there anything else in this room? Any other Other passageways beyond this? There is a passageway beyond this. Guys, let's uh, keep looking, okay? The door to the next room is elaborate. And surrounded by carved runes. What kind of runes? Draconic. Okay. What does it say? Enter, reflection, water, destiny. Oh, I wonder what these say. Enter, reflection, water, Destiny. Oh, I love reflections. Let's go. (laughs) I figured that was going to be what moved Johannes forward. Um, As you enter into the room, you just hear the soft sound of water. It seems to be lit by four large square pools that are set at each corner of the room that seem to be emitting light themselves. Oh, look, we all got our own. Oh, wait. 
Nope, one too few. As you enter the room, the water begins to bubble and rush and make sounds as four figures are created by the water and rise out, standing still over the pools. Solonar draws attention. They look to be in the shape of the four of you. Solonar holds attention at the ready. (laughs) They're not moving. I like this one, yeah. Are you walking towards yours? Is that what you're doing? It looks great. Is Johannes walking towards his? Yeah. As you approach it, it looks up at you and then falls into the water. Oh, no, wait. I wanted to ask him a question. I should have read that book on how to talk to strangers. Are you looking into the water? Oh, sure. (laughs) All right, let me go down to the one I've written for Johannes. As you look into the water, you notice the swirling form of a vision appearing within it. In that vision is you standing at a golden gala surrounded by nobles and you seem to be entertaining them and are generally popular with the conversation that you appear to be leading. The vision fades with the laughter of the nobles ringing in your ears. Oh, that guy looks great. <laughs> as you look in as you've looked into the water, it then begins to drain. Oh. Until you're only looking at an empty pool oh. that is no longer lit. It's okay, I've got more water. Uh, do the geyser thing. Uh, the water is going to geyser forth from the decanter and begin filling the pool. However, as the water fills the pool, it is not lit the same way that it was earlier. Okay, well, you guys do your thing. I'm washing my hair. <laughs> uh, Bodil approaches. All right. It looks up and falls into the water. What do I see? What do I see? You are. <laughs> Everybody's very excited. Do I, do I see another championship win in there? What's at the pool? Come on! Bounce, bounce, you bounce. are standing in in a stadium of sorts, surrounded by cheering crowds, and standing next to a dark-haired woman. What does she look like? She looks. She's wearing a garb that's very traditional for Oshenvar. Mm-hmm. She has black almond-shaped eyes and appears to be holding your hand up as if you have won something. Fantastic. (laughs) Or or maybe she's being like, this is the hand that we cut off. (laughs) (laughs) He stole the championship belt. She looks to be in like her early 30s, somewhere around there. I thought that elven blood was just some... (laughs) And I, I don't recognize her at all? You do not. Okay. A stadium, you say. Uh. Solonar will like zigzag towards his like monitoring mo- movement. Having having not seen either Johannes or Boat get attacked, he's feeling a little less trepidation. What's what's the word? Trepidation. Yes. Also, Boat. Trapped the water. Trepidatious. One. The water in your pool drains as well. Okay. Frog delight. And it's no longer lit up in there. Mm-hmm. No, it is no longer. Are you doing the same thing, looking at your 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 water form? Yes. All right. It looks up at you, falls into the water. As you look into the pool, you see yourself in the streets of Tinker Haven, running desperately. You turn a corner, panting, and you see a crowd of people run where you were previously running. Chumps. You look... Hmm. 
And does this look like Solinar in a few years? It looks like how you look now. Hmm. All right. <laughs> Interesting. And then the pool drains? And then the pool drains. What are you guys looking at? Do the thing! I... It's really cool. Also, then you can wash your hair. But is oh, it... I forgot, you don't have hair. Is it really cool? What... Mine wasn't really cool. What did you get? What What are you all even looking at? In the water. Go look at the water, Eek. I... I... I had a vision. Mr. Eek, this area I think was used for meditation. I don't think it'll hurt you. Uh-huh. I mean... There's, there's more than just physical hurt, you know? <laughs> and I promise, I won't let it do any kind of hurt. I, I don't know if you can promise that. I'm concerned right now. He steps in a puddle on his way up. <laughs> <laughs> Slips and falls into the pool. <laughs> no! <laughs> You're a blong sound as he splashes in. I don't think he goes to look. All right, as Eek goes, Alita's going to walk towards it. Okay. It's going to look up, and she's going to completely space out as she looks into the water. It will drain, and there will be a brass key laying at the bottom of the final pool. So Alita, Alita finds the key. Alita goes and picks it up. Oh, good job, Alita. You found the key. Are you talking about to the temple? Because this isn't it. Oh, I, I, you know, I'm not good at telling keys apart. Whenever I go up to my apartment, I always, you know, I had like 20 keys. I don't even know where I got them. You Wait. think you're bad at telling keys apart. You should hear Boat play the clarinet. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I like how Brandon sounds so personally offended by, by Boat's inability to play the clarinet. He's still learning. Was it your, like a figure of you and you find a key from where your figure was? I'm not telling you how I wrote this puzzle. <laughs> it takes years for... No. I was just, I was trying to tell, I thought there was only four figures. So I assumed there was one for each of us. Yeah. yeah. She walked up to the She walked one. up to yours because you didn't. Oh, okay. Do we, uh, do we want to share visions just real quick? I just don't want to know. Apparently, I didn't see anything. Oh, interesting. Hmm. Apparently I read the book on how to make sure you talk to strangers because I was talking to strangers and doing great. I was winning championships with a delightful companion beside me. Oh, so you were with Solonar. No, Look, Solonar, you won too. It was even more delightful than Solonar. God, imagine more delightful than Solonar. It was yeah. two Solonars. Uh, that is tough to imagine. Uh, speaking of delightful and Solonar, uh, I was running down a street in Tinkerhaven, ducked into an alley, and then an entire crowd of people went past while I looked panicked. So that uh, it's nice that you guys had pleasant visions. Maybe Apparently I'm going to be on the run for my life. Or... Or you become famous and your fans were trying to mob you and you escaped them. I don't think it's that one. That was not the look on my face. Why, 
Why can't you be more positive? How can uh, you? I know? am. I am positive. Future. I'm positive that I looked like I was about to be killed. Yeah, but future you might have changed a lot. Anything can happen. Plus, not only that, but in order for your future to come true, you'd have to do the things to make it come true. If I don't read this book, I'll never be able to entertain those people. I'll never know how to talk to anyone. Yeah, effectively, we have changed the future by learning about it because now we can't be confident that we're acting under free will, which may or may not be an illusion depending on the version of the universe what, to which you ascribe. What did you think my prophecy of, and my vision of seeing you all saving the world is then? I read about this. It's called a temporal pair mm. of socks. <laughs> you can't put them on. They just exist. It depends on how you view the timeline. <laughs> so what are we going to do with this? She oh, holds up I, the key. I go I, somewhere. I assume unlock something. I don't know what, though. Are there any cars oh, of people we don't like? No, it's the door that wouldn't let me open it. It was saying, uh, it, it went back. The claw the door. Yeah, the there must have been door. a key somewhere around there. A keyhole, you mean. Right. <laughs> and both. If, We're looking for a key. Wait a minute. If that door had a keyhole, why didn't you just ask me to pick it in the first place? I do not know. I mean, we could go check that door. Alita hands Solinar the key. Pick it. Uh, all right. Sure, thanks. Uh, so I guess we go back through the library and all of that then. Absolutely. All right. Or so we... she opens the other door, which leads directly back to the ante room. This was the room that was to the right. Oh. Wait. Whoa. What? You went in a circle. Oh, man, I'm good at finding places. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna roll insight to try and tell if we went up and then down, or if we went in a big, like, flat circle. Okay. I don't know if insight's the way to go, but I can't think of I anything mean, better. Whatever, whatever it would be, I rolled a seven. <laughs> so probably I don't know. Shrug. <laughs> does it, hey, look, it's the door. Does the key. Does it make, like, spatial sense? Yes. Okay. It would make spatial sense. You did not go up or downstairs. We're okay. not in a hyper temple. <laughs> it's bigger on the inside. Um, Solinar will take the key to the door panel. Is it still retracted? It is still retracted. For all your intents and purposes right now, it looks like a flat wall with carvings on it. Okay. Pick the lock, Solinar. The door was roughly in the middle, right? Mm-hmm. So Solinar will walk up to roughly the middle and then just, like, hold the key out and just, like, poke the wall with it. Uh, it makes a metallic sound as it bonks against the wall like a bumblebee trying to get through a glass door. And nothing else happens. I'm, gl I'm glad that Sound Guy appreciated that description. Yeah, save the bees. Guys, I don't, I don't know if I'm dumb or if this doesn't work. It's a bumble key. <laughs> oh, probably we need a Leighton to do it. She's good at these things. All right, fair what, enough. What do we need me to do? Solonar turns around and holds out the key to Alita. I just gave you that. Yeah, but yeah. I, I'm not deducing this. Solonar's Clearly. bad. Okay. Put um, it in. Put it in Boat's toy brass dragon's mouth. See I, if that does anything. I'm bad, but it's good to be bad. Start picking locks. Alita takes the key. I don't know what I'm. So, Solonar steps aside. Um. Hey. 
Hello. Door, please. <laughs> knock, knock. Open up the door. It's oh, oh, you need to do a knock, knock joke. Uh, Johannes. You page seven. Knock, knock. Oh, who's there? Banana. Banana who? Banana, banana. Knock, knock. Uh, who's there? Banana. B- banana who? For the record, while this is happening, you can see Chapman's will to live just leaking out of his eyes. Hey, I think I know this one. Manamana. Banana, banana. Do 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 do. Banana. Knock knock. What? Who's there? Orange. No, who's on first? Oh. Mr. Eek, do you have an idea for how to get through this? Orange. Um, are there any like gaps or holes or anything? Uh, not that you can see, but I would have you roll an investigation. Sure, let's roll an investigation. Orange, you glad I didn't say banana? Uh, I don't understand. Those are two fruits. I'm, yes. I'm going to use my inspiration on that. <laughs> All right. Try this again. Yeah, that's a lot better. You said investigation. Mm-hmm. That's a 22. It looks like there is a depression panel in a part of the wall that could be moved with a significant amount of force. Boat! Boat, come here. Yes, sir. Can you push right there? I'll give it a try. Roll a strength check. All right. Wait, did my knock-knock joke actually reveal something while you were looking? We're about to find out. No, it didn't, because that's a nine. All right, you're able to hit it, but not hard enough. Mm Mm-hmm. Let me add it. Let me add it. Ah, uh, yes, the rogue, commonly known as stronger than the barbarian. He's gonna pick this lock. I believe in him. Nat twenty. Are you serious? Yeah. Cobalt. Are you cobalt? Me not. He's got it. All right. Cool. Fantastic. Um, you thwack it, and with the metallic chunk, it moves and reveals a keyhole. I, lo- I loosened it up for you. That was the DM's curse. <laughs> Hey, look, your knock-knock joke did it. I don't, still don't get Alita it. Alita sighs and puts the key in the hole and turns it. The entire wall begins to shake as it slowly raises from the ground, revealing a small room with an altar in the center. I'm the knock-knock joke champion. Tell our knock-knock joke champion two times. <laughs> boo, boo. I raise up Solinar's hand. <laughs> do, 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 I get on my clarinet and I'm like, boo, 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 boo. Except it isn't that rhythmic. Except it's... <laughs> no, it sounds exactly like this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, that's perfect. The altar in the center has two large candlesticks that appear still lit and unmelting. And in the center of the altar is a brass pen. Good evening. This is Solanar Vacus, and you have wandered into the domain of quid pro roll. 